This is the podcast for Pathways, a platform for POC voices in the humanities, arts and social sciences. Tell me about yourself and what you're doing at the moment. Right. Uh, so my name is Shushti. I am a non-binary person. I use they them pronouns. Um, presently, I study Bachelor of Arts um, in the University of Melbourne. I do a double major in sociology and media and communications. Um, so basically, my academic interest lies in like studying about the sociology of how technology affects people and how access to technology changes lives and how it works. So that, yeah, um, I think is academically me. Did you ever feel pressure to study anything else maybe? And how did you kind of navigate to end up where you are today? Uh-huh. So long story short, my, my parents are both science, in science, like my dad's an engineer and then he now does innovation and projects for IBM. My mom's, uh, my mom did botany, so she was very into science. And so I was, I, there was a culture of science in my house. Um, like every, every like on my, my cousin brothers are doctors and engineers. Nobody has actually really done the arts. So arts is seen as a sort of sideline thing you end up in when you don't know what else to actually do. It, like that's like the culture of how the arts are treated back home in India where I grew up and studied. So, but I used to love reading from when I was like really young and I always wanted to be a writer. Like since I was like in your, like in like my first year of schooling or something, when I was in kindergarten, I always wanted to be a writer. I found some sort of immense joy seeing my name in print and that has never changed. Like I'm now 20 and I've done this since I was three, four years old. The first time I was published was when I was five. I'm not 20 and that has never changed. So um, I always presumed that I would study English, like lit, lit or and theater. So back at home, you can't do double majors, you have to do one thing. So I thought I would do English and then in year 11 and 12, so we can pick if we want to do science, arts or commerce in year 11 and I had a lot of pressure to go into science because I got scored really really high so it was the science score and I took arts because I wanted to study arts and I have always wanted to study arts like in my head there was never any confusion there was just a lot of cultural pressure so when the forms were given out for year 11 I just did not want my father to try to convince me like he wouldn't he was just like micro aggressively telling me science he was not actually asking me because he wouldn't like because he's never like bothered me but I know he wanted me to do science and I and for for year 11 the first six months to a year my father kept telling me that I took arts because I was lazy and I didn't want to study enough and I have never been lazy like you know me I am not a lazy person I am very very studious I like studying I enjoy studying I like my grades so my father was a unionist in his like cha- like college days and he realized that I had this I had similar political beliefs as him but I had more education in terms of the arts like, and he liked watching me talk he liked how I held arguments and then he just sort of like he was like it's fine and then I got in here and then now he doesn't bother me in fact he's extremely happy and he sends me a lot of articles every time he reads anything or I send him things and he genuinely appreciates and he listens so now it's fine but yeah, I somehow feel like if I didn't score well enough, I would still be pressured to do science. It was just because I was a good student that my parents didn't say much to me about my studies. Culturally, it's still a bad thing. Like my aunt, like I remember when I um, took up arts, my aunt told my mother, Oh my God, she took arts. Why didn't you say anything to her? So like, 
for my like my whole family was this act of condescension that they always thought i would be a doctor because i was like academically good and i'm like i am horrified by blood how would i ever be a doctor <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah i think it's interesting that you raised the point of like politics as well i feel like that's sort of something that families try to keep the kids away from yeah 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 like in my entire like in my extended family like when i went back home this time they know that i work as a union officer right i work as the disability officer at my students union at uni and back at home there is a perception that unionists are like some like different like some different species only like there's no like because i again i come from like an, i come from a conservative indian family like there is that idea i'm i'm also like to them i am a girl child also so there is that like stuff like protectiveness like oh my god you shouldn't go to protests what if something happens to you and things like that i have always been a very political person i don't take bullshit from people so pardon my language and so i always i have always been the protesty kind of kid like i've always been like this is wrong and so i i'm like that feminist kid and people sometimes mix up the feminism with the studies like they're like oh she's a feminist because she studies these things and it's not like the other way around like oh you are just worried about everything because you read too many things and i'm like no no <laughs> ignorance is not good that is anyway so that that no i think that's really interesting how um like what you were interested in before you started studying kind of shaped what you study and that's kind of always been the guiding path for you even when talking about like work and stuff so i also did sociology in high school and the reason i did sociology is because the other option was math and i didn't want to do math so i was kind of running away from it and so when i so the reason so i was doing sociology and i really loved it because we did like the topics we did in youth were kinship religion social change and movement and these are things where that are very up my alley i realized i like and that is how i ended up studying sociology because i realized that i am very like my calling is to like discuss like the failures of the world and not put it on the individual person so i did sociology like that was great yeah How are you slash your family enjoying what you study right now? My parents are very excited about it because my parents, to my parents who again they grew up in like Indian villages, right? So to them, it's like oh my god, my child knows so much that idea. Like oh my god, like sometimes when I bring up concepts that they've never heard of that sound like really big, like even things as little as a little as like post-structuralism or consumerism. Like my parents have obviously thought like when I explain what these words mean. they relate to the concept but they don't know that there are words for these things i grew up in a poor household and for them to see me make that leap like i i have done a couple of panels this year and since they're online i have invited my parents to the zooms sometimes like they can't see me do things in person but on zoom they can come right so my parents have come to couple of the panels and they're so extremely flabbergasted and in awe of the fact that like their 20 year old child has like learned so much and for me it's not such a big deal right because my friends and i have the same kind of like study background so we always discuss these things it's not not a big deal but for my parents it's just like oh my god my child is so knowledgeable <laughs> and my grades also like and my my parents have never pressured me for my grades in uni in, in school they were horrible about it i have seriously damaged mental health conditions because of this grade pressure so there was a lot of like my parents really really pushed me when i was a kid in school but when i after i moved here they never said anything to me accessibility is something i find like it's very intrinsic to who i am as a person 
I know that I never got support in school because I could function and I could work and I was never given help despite having lived with ADHD my whole life and having ADHD really intersects with my academic life because it's hard to study full time as an international student do so many things so when my parents see my grades and they see the the fact that I have maintained proper grades despite I'm like working and doing all kinds of stuff and my disabilities they become much more understanding now they don't pressure me about it because they know I really like studying what I do so now they don't pressure me anymore so that's a good thing that has come out of it yeah. I feel like a big part of learning humanities is kind of getting the language to understand how you experience the world like I'm really happy to hear that part of what you study yeah how certain do you feel about the future right now? So, okay. So, um, I think I have never, like, because I've always liked studying, I've never considered a life where I wasn't studying. Like, right. you know, like, for, to imagine a career, you have to imagine a time when you stop studying. You have to imagine yourself doing some sort of work. But I've never imagined myself stop like not studying. So for me, the most obvious option was to that I would like see through the entire academic journey. So I would get a PhD and I want to get a PhD. If I had all the money in the world, I would get it from NYU because I don't have all the money in the world. I would get it from somewhere else, preferably not in the US. But yeah, I, I want to get a PhD in communication culture. So some, um, preferably I would like to get it in surveillance capitalism and how we have become, our personal lives have become a commodity in the world like that we sell so that is something I'm extremely like nerdy about I've always liked it I've always liked how um, technology diffusively seeps into our lives and like does not move from there like television and all kinds of things see like everybody especially from coming from like a lower middle class background in India um, we have two plans with our lives we have a plan which which is a dream which we would do if we had all the money in the world and then we have a plan to make the money right so for me um, the money making plan has always been to be a teacher like teaching has been the money making idea of myself because not school teaching like like university level academia I don't think I would ever be able to teach in a school I'm not patient enough to handle children um, I can't sorry <laughs> I'm more like an academic um, but recently because I've done a lot of work in like advocacy oriented I think that is something I would truly enjoy because then you don't really stop learning. Of course, you're not like formally writing assignments and studying or anything, but you're still reading and learning and I would like to keep learning. So I think advocacy, like public sector advocacy is something I would be really interested in. I am going to pivot a little bit now to ask you for the best piece of advice you've ever received. Ah. I see. Um, best piece of advice in general or about academics? In general. I think the best piece of advice that I've ever received is um, to not shrink myself. Like never, like when I dream or when I think of myself in the future. Like, you know, in terms of relationships, in terms of family, in terms of job, career, um, academics, to not shrink myself, to, to at least see myself as a whole person who's like, who deserves whole things like I'm not broken I'm not a part of something else I'm not looking for some other half or something to complete me but I'm one full person and I don't have to shrink myself to fit into other people's ideas of what I should do I'm curious now what's the best advice you've ever received academically that I I have a fundamental need to save the world right like 
it is very intrinsic to who I am as a person. I have always felt really weird about it because sometimes you feel like, especially because I'm like a non-binary person of color with disabilities. So sometimes I feel like I have to pick which a disadvantage of mine has to get like a center stage. But everything I read and study is for the need of community and not myself. Like education is not an actualization project. It's something that you do for other people. You don't like. It's not like a competition where you just like get as much as you need and then just leave. Like that's not it. Like yeah. No, I actually I'm glad I asked that because I feel like that is really really central to your worldview and it kind of runs through a lot of um, what you've been talking about. Yes. Yeah. Kind of building off from that. What advice would you pass on to kind of young people of color today? Um, that education is not an actualization project. Like Western white ideas of studying, of education, of jobs is that you study, you work for yourself, you pursue your happiness, and then you get a job and you get money, etc. You nobody ever talks about what you do with the education for the betterment of the world. And all kinds of organizations and things that I have gained knowledge from that are not the university, like Instagram handles and like community projects. I have learned a lot more from people than I have ever learned from an academic person ever. Like the most I have ever learned is from my friends. Actually, my friends who are literally the same age as me or a little bit older, like the same age bracket. And that is because there is this there, there is this idea that. Like you know, the simple act of sharing an Instagram story when you see an Instagram page having good information, like that is something that I see in my generation. The I don't, I have never seen an older person do that. Older people have this idea that education is something that they have received and they have worked hard for. Sure, I may have worked harder than the rest of my class to have gotten very good scores so I could come to this university, but that doesn't mean I deserve education more than anybody else. It just means that I got really lucky and I got to do this when nobody else could. So the first priority that I should have with this degree that I'm getting is to make sure that other people are getting this information. That I am not holding on to it with my dear life, you know, and just like not letting anyone else get it. It's about dispersing it. So I think the biggest piece of advice I would give to a young person of color, especially somebody studying humanities, is to disperse every bit of knowledge you get. Make sure you educate other people first. Thank you.